So you're stuck on YouTube watching videos about decluttering again, hmm? It's okay. Let me tell you why you keep getting sucked in to watching other people declutter and how to get moving on your own personal decluttering mission. I'm Misty Winkler from Simply Convivial. I help homemakers overcome overwhelm and perfectionism with realistic expectations and an attitude makeover so they can love being busy homemakers. One of the things we have to do as homemakers is declutter. It's just a fact of life. The more people are in the household, the more decluttering has to happen. The first thing that you need to get started is a better reason for your decluttering mission. Chances are, if you're on YouTube watching videos on decluttering, you are probably looking at other people's homes wishing yours were as cute, clean, and put together, as clutter-free as the ones you are watching. Sorry, watching videos isn't going to help your housekeeping. But getting clear on why taking action in small chunks really does matter, really will make a difference, that's what you need and that's what I have. So grab a basket of laundry to fold or plant yourself in a place to begin decluttering while we dig in. So here are three reasons you should be decluttering your home. Number one, decluttering brings clarity. We procrastinate on decluttering because it's really just a bunch of decision-making. Decluttering isn't rote work that you can just do mindlessly. It's not dull work. It's hard work. It doesn't look hard. So then when it is hard, we think we're doing it wrong. But it is hard because the entire process is a series of judgment calls. And if your clutter has been around for a while, then your clutter piles represent all the judgment calls that you've been procrastinating on. The, it's, it's all the decisions you really don't want to make. The clutter is there because maybe you don't have the information that you need to make the right decision about what to do with it, about where it goes. Or maybe you're just lacking the courage to make that judgment call and live with the consequences, whatever they end up being. The consequences of not decluttering though are all around you. When you don't declutter, 
You're choosing to live in clutter. Entropy is real. Disorder happens when you aren't actively working against it. If you aren't actively pursuing order, disorder will just creep right in. So it's either decluttering or cluttering. There is no neutral. But decluttering can also be a place where we practice leadership. We can make a judgment call on the situation. There is no right answer, really, that someone else can tell us. We just have to choose. Do I keep this or not? Does it get a home in my home or not? And these decisions add up. Make just one or two or three of these decisions a day and you really will get somewhere. As we declutter, we process internally and begin living out what our homes really are for. And that's a great reason to declutter. All right, reason number two that we should declutter is that decluttering makes you faster. You see, living in a cluttered space slows you down. When a home is busting at the seams, stuff gets in the way of the action. So decluttering is really about more than just putting things away and taking care of your stuff. Decluttering is a way to clear the decks, set the stage, and prepare for active productivity. We see an increase in speed and productivity most in how much time we spend locating items. If we have to wade through piles or go from room to room hunting, we waste a lot of time. If, on the other hand, we have a home for everything and everything in its home, we spend very little time looking for whatever it is that we need. So if you feel like you're short on time, you might be tempted to not spend time decluttering, but the reality is that decluttering could be the solution to your time crunch. Decluttering is a project that will pay dividends. Much of the time, decluttering doesn't feel like a project that's really getting you anywhere unless you spend a whole day really doing some kind of massive makeover. But tackling the clutter one pile at a time will make you more efficient moving forward. It's kind of like beginning the job of cutting down a tree by sharpening the ax. It doesn't look like the assignment you've been given, but it is a preparatory task that makes the main job smoother, faster, better. All right, reason number three for decluttering. Decluttering takes practice. The most common mistake made about decluttering is that it's a once and done kind of project. 
This assumption is a surefire way to make you feel like a decluttering failure, especially if you have a family. Kids need stuff. Kids outgrow stuff. Stuff management, including decluttering, is just a standard part of mom's job. Decluttering is the ongoing maintenance that our homes need. It's not a project to just check off or some kind of level to attain to. But because it's ongoing, that also means it's a skill we can improve in through practice. Instead of being discouraged because we have to declutter again and again and again, we can see the need to declutter that space again as an opportunity to practice, to grow in skill. When we've racked up enough practice time at decluttering, we get faster and more confident in making those judgment calls. We can process those piles faster and faster. So it's not really just about rote repetition or putting decluttering on some kind of system. It's not just about logging time and needing to put in a certain amount of time every day or every week or every month. As we get better and better at the skill of decluttering, an increase in the skill of decluttering will translate into greater wisdom when we make purchases and bring new stuff into our homes, when we accept or reject hand-me-downs, when we are choosing what to pass on to others, and just otherwise managing the stuff that our household needs to function. Decluttering is an ongoing part of life, but it's a beneficial activity, not only for our household, but for ourselves as well. If you want to begin your decluttering mission and really get traction and momentum with decluttering, you need accountability, camaraderie, and a checklist. I have all three available for you inside Convivial Circle. For the whole month of February, the whole community is doing a declutter challenge where we are going to be decluttering 10 minutes a day for 20 days. They don't have to be consecutive. There's plenty of wiggle room, plenty of grace in that challenge. You have 29 days in February and you only have to declutter 20 of those days for 10 minutes a day. You will see momentum, traction, and progress with this challenge. It's the fourth time our community has done it. It's an annual challenge and it is one of everyone's favorites because we get to experience how much 
just a small step really does add up over time. We don't need a whole weekend to declutter. We don't even need a whole hour to make progress. We just need 10 minutes here and there. So enroll in Convivial Circle and join us for the Declutter Challenge in February.